Hi guys, welcome to Hitman. The biggest event in cricket is all set to begin for tomorrow. And with me, I have Ankit Mishra as we take a quick review of the teams ahead of the World Cup. Nice to have you here, Ankit. Hey, thank you, Hitman, for having me here. It's a pleasure to be around you guys. Yeah. So basically, our first point of discussion today is going to be Team India. And with the last warm-up game, do you think India has found answers to most of the questions? Whether it was regarding the middle order or Kuldeep Yadav's poor form. Uh, so firstly, I would like to look a lot into the warm-up matches. Those were played on really different wickets. The conditions were different, and even the teams opted to play as many guys as they as they could. But uh, what India would have definitely wanted is to get certainty on who plays at number four. They had Vijay Shankar, they had KL Rahul, and Dinesh Karthik as the options. And to what it appears right now, KL Rahul has 100% sealed that spot. Unless, of course, something really drastic happens, he should start at number four. And uh, on the bowling front, they weren't really in any sort of dilemma there. Because Kuldeep Yadav and Yuzvendra Chahal are a part of that spin team. Irrespective of what happened in the IPL, uh, that is a T20 game. And the team has been very, very clear on that. We don't equate T20 cricket with what happens in the Indian ODI team. So I didn't really uh, bother when Kuldeep went for runs there. Playing for India is a different game and he knows he has people around him to maybe uh, help him through a tough phase if it comes around. So I wasn't uh, really concerned about Kuldeep either. Okay. So will you hold the same opinion when it comes to Rohit Sharma's form as well because he too didn't have a great IPL? Rohit also is one of those players who I don't consider him being in form or out of form. He just needs one good inning and more than that, just he walks out there and he gets the real feel of it. The ball touches his bat. If he starts to time the ball really well from the beginning of his inning, that's when Rohit Sharma is in form. Uh, most most times he should be able to do that. Uh, we will not have wickets where the ball moves laterally a lot. Uh, so, he shouldn't be in a lot of trouble, provided he does that through the initial phase where maybe first four or five overs where yeah, the ball would be moving around. People know his weaknesses, they studied him well, but that is when the real test would be and he should come out of it. Okay. So, Ankit, uh, how far do you see India going in the World Cup? Oh, I see them going as far as they should. Uh, they Ideally, the kind of team that they have, the experience in the lineup uh, and how they've prepared for it, they should end up with the trophy. Um, uh, like This is the most likely outcome that not only the fans but even the team would expect. Okay. And who do you think would be the impact player for India? Of course, in the batting department, it has to be Virat Kohli. Uh, he is the one guy who separates them from the rest. And in the bowling department, it is Jasprit Bumrah. So these are the two men who have to lead the charge. Say Kohli has to get them runs when nobody else does. And Bumrah has to pick wickets when the team really needs it. Bumrah still at the death. His experience, again, how well he's bowled over the last couple of years. Kohli, for that matter how he takes the attack onto the opposition, all that will determine how far and like in say a pressure game, how India do is what will depend on these two guys. 
apart from them of course there is ms dhoni of course there is everybody else but then hardik pandya becomes a very crucial player in this team he has to play dual roles uh, he will be bowling at least 5 6 overs if in case they play one bowler short he has to be he has to bowl more than 5 6 overs and with the bad we see what he can do he really has the muscle to throw the weight behind the ball and put it over the ropes he did that even the warm up game it was nice to see him getting some overs a few hits under his belt so these three have to be the impact players for me virat kohli jasprit bumrah and hardik pandya okay so uh, that's it for the indian segment uh, talking about australia now the defending champions so now they were struggling for a long time since last year the ranking came down and then suddenly in the last few months they have gone from being nobody to being one of the favorites in this world cup and they have right. defeated, they have gone on to defeat india at home Uh, they have defeated Pakistan, and now they have won both their World Cup warm-up games, and they have defeated England as well, who are the favourites for this tournament. So, Ankit, what do you think has worked for them? Uh, the most dangerous team, the most dangerous thing about a team like Australia is the fact that they know how to win tournaments. When they come into a tournament like the World Cup, they are not clueless. As a bunch, as the entire setup, they know how to deal with such a situation. so that is where first things first they have an edge for everyone else they are the defending champions even if a lot of players won't be the same from that team but they are a champion side and they have that belief when you add david warner and steve smith to that setup it becomes a very formidable lineup and the way they have performed in the last few series as well as the warm up matches i don't see a reason why they shouldn't go through to the semi finals at least Uh, again it will depend on how the others bat and more than that on the bowling lineup they have nathan lyon they have adam zampa and zampa has to play his part it will be it will be really interesting to see how the bowling unit does uh, i have said this even in the past this world cup will be played on flatter wickets the runs are going to be piled up ecb is prepared for scores like 500 we've already seen a 400 in the warm up game that is when the bowlers define the matches for you so how well this australian bowling attack can pace up this this stuff but how good is he that is the question and i would expect them to go through to the semi finals and in those games it really is the matter of that day okay so uh talking about the top order for australia now no they have aaron finch they have sean marsh they have uh, usman khwaja and now they have steve smith and david warner as well So you think you can fit all of these five into the top four? How do you, how would you fit and who would you drop for whom in the top four? Because oh, so then you'll have Glenn Maxwell and Stoinis coming in in the later one. So for me, the, uh, Aaron Finch has to get them the run. If Finch goes with Warner and both of them can have partnerships at the top, then Australia is really, really at the top gear. Uh, apart from them, they, of course, Usman Khawaja has been really consistent. Smith, despite being good, despite all of that, he still scored a hundred, and he's he's shown nothing's changed for him. He's still a very good player, and he will continue to do that. He has to be the guy who anchors the inning, and Warner really has to pack a punch at the top for them to get the big runs. And then there is Stoinis, who's been doing really well in the last couple of uh, say last six months or so. There is Glenn Maxwell. They will be the finishers who will give them the finishing touches. And 
I think on and on their day they should be able to put up really good targets and chase down whatever is ahead of them. Okay. So who will you be? Your, who will be your impact player for from the Australian side? For me, at least uh, I start with David Warner, uh, Usman Khawaja. Yes, with the ball, I am looking forward to Patrick Cummins. He is uh, not had the eyes on him, which is again a good thing. But he is a very very good bowler, and he is irrespective of what sort of wicket they are playing on, he knows how to get life out of that wicket. He can create opportunities with his pace, with the bounce. He will challenge every batsman, even if it is say India. He Virat Kohli will be wary of his challenge. Whenever the best batsman in the opposition lineup are there out in the middle, the skipper will look at Cummins to get in the wicket. So he is one player I definitely want to look at. And again, Steve Smith. Yes, uh, Steve Smith will be a key factor in that batting order. But uh, if you see all other teams, they have a very good wrist spinner they are relying on, and that is when Adam Zampa's role becomes crucial. If he can play that role, uh, they have a very very good chance again. Okay, so according to you, Pat Cummins will be the go-to man for Australia when it comes to taking wickets. Yes. Um, coming to the Champions Trophy winners now, the forever unpredictable Pakistan. Now they have been going through a rough patch recently. They have lost to Australia. They were whitewashed by England, and now they have even lost to Afghanistan in the warm-up game. So, if it was any other team other than Pakistan, you know, we could have discounted their chances. But then, because of their unpredictability factor, and you know, time and again they have bounced back from nowhere. So, what do you think about the current squad? And do you think does it have the caliber in them, you know, to replicate something like a Champions Trophy? Uh, first things first, Pakistan being Pakistan, you have to expect them to pull something really strange off in a tournament like this. They'll be playing nine matches from teams like Afghanistan to Australia and India. It will be a really tough competition for them. Uh, form isn't on their side. I don't see uh, a lot of things going their way right now. But it is one team that relies on individuals to put their hand up and then rise to the occasion. If a Fakhar Zaman or Imamullah can get them to a really good start, Pakistan should be able to win those games when they have runs on the board. Uh, their bowling is really weak. They've made a whole lot of changes in the fast bowling attack. Uh, Imadosim hasn't been in the best of forms, so it looks very vulnerable from that front. Uh, Babar Azam adds a lot of solidarity to that batting attack. Uh, we've seen uh, Sarfaraz getting some runs off late, but he's also been on and off. So more or less, this isn't the best team, and you shouldn't expect. I wouldn't even uh, put them as my top four. On their day, Afghanistan will give them a really, really tough challenge, and I will wouldn't be surprised if in a match situation they even manage to win. Okay, so we have already seen Afghanistan surprising them. Uh, coming to the pace attack now, they had Wahab Riaz, who hasn't played a single ODI, ODI for them since the Champions Trophy. And then you know someone like a Mohammad Amir who hasn't been taking wickets quite consistently consistently since the Champions Trophy. So, what do you make of these last-minute changes for Pakistan? Those could be out of desperation or uh, in a state where they are not sure what this should be doing. Wahab Riaz was really good in that warm-up game, but with Wahab, we know he can either be a spectacular bowler or he can get like hit out of the park. So that is the layer of uncertainty that he brings around. Amir, uh, he uh, just skipped that Champions Trophy, uh, Trophy final performance 
and I haven't seen him do uh, good enough that we even mentioned in, him in any sort of discussion. Uh, apart from that, Shaheen Shah Afridi is very young and he has a lot on his shoulder. So, he has to take up that responsibility for them to even manage a decent enough bowling performance from that front. We did get some uh, reversing from Wahab, but I'm not really sure how it will ha- happen in the following matches. So, not a lot of hopes from Pakistan, but yeah, they will definitely surprise a few teams here and there. Any impact player for you from Pakistan? For Pakistan, I would say both their openers, uh, they are very good batsmen, but it will depend on, uh, again, what sort of bowling lineup they are facing. If the bowling attack has their plans in place, there there are areas where they have their own weaknesses and we can get them out. Uh, in that kind of a scenario, Babar Azam is a very certain player. He has he's done in the past and is one guy I would really bank on in the whole of the Pakistan team. Okay. Uh, next to the and with the ball, okay, it, with the ball, if I have to say somebody, yeah, Shadab is one guy I would want to look at, and again, that spin angle makes him uh, a wicket taker, and he should be able to do a lot of things. Yeah, and he's also coming off an injury right now. Right. So uh, next in our lineup are the Proteus, and quite known for the Chokers tag when it comes to the World Cup. Now every World uh, Cup, <laughs> exactly every yeah. World Cup they come in with the favorite tag. And end up right. below, end up below expectations. But this time, you know, very less people have touted them in the top four, and you know, they have predicted that South Africa can actually go all the way. So, do you think that lower expectations help South Africa to perform better this time? Exactly. That was my. That was the point I would have brought up first up. Uh, very, very few people are expecting them to do well with A.B. De Villiers out of the mix. Uh, not a lot of South African fans would also expect them to go all the way or do really amazing things. But that is what gives Fab Duplessis as in and his team that extra bit of time and uh, a few eye boys off. They should do much better than that. They have a good team. Quinton Decock at the top, Ashi Mamla. His form has been talked a lot, but he can get you the runs. Uh, strike rate again becomes a problem, but with a guy like him who can anchor the innings and back through, you need other guys, David Miller's in the lineup, Vander Dustin, all these guys should get the quick runs, and then Amla bats through, you still should be able to post 350-400 runs. Fav Duplessis' form was amazing in the IPL. He, he is the guy who holds that team together, and he has to take a bulk of responsibility with the batting. Uh, I... I am really a very big fan of Kabisho Rawada's energy on the field, the way he bowls, everything around him, that is, uh, like, he adds an extra factor to that bowling lineup. Engiri, Lungisani Engiri is coming back from an injury, but he is a very good bowler, and again, I would expect him to create impact first up. Dale Stain was a letdown, he isn't playing the first match. And to be honest, Faf did mention that they weren't expecting him to be fit in time. They were 60% when they picked him. Maybe he should be playing three or four matches all the way through the league stages. But having him in that lineup means a lot to South Africa. And uh, all this said, we cannot uh, skip Imran Tahir. He had an amazing IPL. What a bowler he is. And uh, he is again a risk spinner on those tracks. We are expecting drier wickets. And a lot of teams don't read Rispin uh, as well. And Tahir, he adds a very lot of value to this team. So, 
So all in all, I would expect them to at least make it to to the top four. Not my top four team, but South Africa should be able to impress a lot of people with their performance this time. Uh, okay, so who, according to you, will be the impact player? For South Africa, it has to be Quinton De Kock at the top, uh, Skipper Faf, and with the ball, two of them, Rabada and Imran Tanger. Okay. Uh, so we now will go to England, who are not only the hosts but also the tournament favourites. Now, from failing to make it to the quarterfinals in the 2015 World Cup to entering the 2019 World Cup as the number one ranked ODI team, now it has been a phenomenal transition for England. And how strong is that batting lineup, Ankit? Do you think it's the best in the tournament? We like it is for everybody to know. We've all seen them do their stuff. At least at the home, on wickets that don't really help the bowlers, England has to be termed the best batting lineup from the top with Johnny West. And until you have the likes of uh, uh, even Adil Rashid can get you runs on his day. So this batting lineup goes as deep as number seven and eight. There is Josh Butler. When you get rid of the top order, you get rid of the middle order. This guy comes up who has the ability to score hundred runs from fifty balls. It is a very very difficult team to get over. We have not even discussed Ian Morgan yet, who's very consistent, who knows how to get the runs. He he can knock the ball around in the middle overs, and when it matters at the death, all those big shots come out of his bat. So England is the best batting lineup going into this tournament. You don't see a lot of flaws in that team, but at the same time, we've seen we've seen them crumble. Uh, against a very good bowling lineup, say India, uh, on a day when the wicket is dry, both the wrist spinners will create a lot of problems. That is one contest I want to see. The pacers, of course, will not have a lot of uh, help from the wickets, and nothing much should be expected of them. But then playing the middle overs, maybe India would go in on on a wicket with three spinners. You have Ravindra Jadeja in that lineup. Who knows? Even Kedar Jadhav gets fit someday. Kirajado gets fit, and you have a lot of overs of slow bowlers to face, and the sort of team India has the strategies that they have. When the spinners come into picture, they are a very very different team, and England will be tested. But their batting lineup should be able to come to on most occasions. So the Englishmen, do you think they will win their first World Cup this time? It is their best chance. They've never had a better chance, and if they want to win the World Cup, this is it. Uh, there is a lot of pressure that comes with the favourites. Like everybody expects them to win. They are playing at home. Uh, I would say 99% they should win, but that is the one percent. Maybe on a final night, somebody would end up. Somebody else would end up with the trophy. We have often seen that happening. Uh, so the impact players for you from England. Uh, we did not talk about Adil Rashid. We did not talk about Jofra Archer. Uh, a lot of teams have not seen Jofra Archer. Uh, he is one guy who brings in pace, who brings in charge with his bowling, but he can also travel. We've seen him travel during the IPL. If a guy gets hold of him, he it is very easy to dispatch him with that pace working for you. Adil Rashid, top class bowler. He has a lot of wickets on his back. He knows the conditions better than any other and any other spinner in terms of class, in terms of quality, skill. He's right up there. So I would expect him to be their top bowler in this tournament and pick a bulk of wickets. Uh, 
every team would prepare for the pacers and uh, he should sneak in with a lot of wickets at least uh, in the middle overs and yeah there is ben stokes his bowling is not often talked about he's not been at his best uh, we have to admit that since the entire bristol incident we've not seen one good game for uh, ben stokes where he's really outperformed but this might as well be his tournament uh, big players come up for on big occasions so i am looking forward to all these days in the new england okay uh, so now going on to one of the most exciting teams actually according to me the most exciting team and the one to watch out for in this tournament uh, west indies a team with a fierce batting order and right from number 1 to i can say number 9 number 10 all of them with some fantastic power hitting abilities and all i can think about is you know like a scenario where west indies is batting second and even a total of 400 as well within the reach like we saw yesterday they didn't even bat 50 overs and yet they made about 400 so and even if you go back a little bit uh, recently when england scored 400 plus against them they were almost on the brink of chasing that so just just let's talk about their batting uh, one thing that concerns me about only one thing probably that concerns me about the series is their consistency of at the top she hope has been amazing in the last few series uh, he should be the man you look out for and the guy who opens with him universe boss of course uh, he has matured as a player he still has those striking abilities but at 40 he realizes he should be aiming to play the entire uh, entire length of the innings and if both of them go get going then west indies is, is a very very good team again formidable they have the likes of Kevin Lewis in that team you have Andre Russell coming lower down the order Jason Holder he has been that guy who uh, who should get all the credit for whatever they achieve for the last few years across format he's been one guy who's put his hand up and irrespective of what has happened with the board with other players they missed out on players everything else has happened but Jason Holder day in day out has performed has scored the runs has got the wickets is inspired this team so he is one true leader in that team and he has a lot of firepower at his disposal it is a matter of how they play on that day uh, they should be able to beat very good teams uh, say for that matter maybe even australia or south africa on their day but uh, if if uh, there is an occasion they might even lose out to somebody like afghanistan so that uncertainty that uh, inconsistency might hurt them i would still want to rate them as one of my top four teams recently is is one team i am looking forward to to see what they produce in this world cup they will bring in the x factor they will make this world cup interesting uh, if they beat one team that has a very good chance of qualifying with a win say we are approaching the last few games and it's a must win situation recently would do on to spoil a few parties at least Uh, now coming to the bowling uh, west indies have heavily relied on that pace attack to deliver and let's admit they have decent bowlers like jason holder oshane thomas is good uh, kemar roach is good uh, cotrell is also well but when you are talking about playing in england you just mentioned that you know the pacers would be of no use in pitches like that exactly. and we have seen leg spinners flourish here and you see adil rashid has taken more wickets than anybody else in the in these conditions You have Kuldeep Yadav who did well in these conditions last year. 
do you think in Ashley Nurse and Fabian Allen, do you think they lack in the spin department? Hundred percent. I am not convinced with that bowling lineup. They have the pacers, exceptional bowl fast bowlers who can even like uh, rake up the pace and take five wicket hauls on their days. But for that to happen, the surface and the conditions have to help them. Amazing fast bowlers, but that is not enough. They don't have the spinners who can pull it off. Uh, that is one area where they really lack. And maybe we will see them. Whatever is the reason for the downfall, this would be a very key factor in that. Uh, okay. Uh, so, who, according to Ankit, will be your impact players for West Indies? Impact player, of course. To start with, Che Hope. Uh, most of the top, uh, all the players I have named, most of them are from the top order. Uh, across teams, we've seen one common trend where players at the top have done well, and all the teams are top heavy. They rely on their openers and the top three to get them the runs. That is, and again, I would keep my eyes on Chris Gale. Uh, he has a point to prove. He would want to end his career with that title, uh, and like that would be a really new start to the to a different era in West Indies cricket. Then there is Jason Holder. I talked at length about him. We saw what Andre Russell can do during the IPL. He is an all-rounder. He'll give you the overs, a few wickets here and there with the ball. And when he comes down, I, there is a very very few bowlers who can actually stop him or even manage to contain him. So he has to play a big role in this system. This okay. So our next team now is Afghanistan. A team that has shown a lot of promise when they won the World Cup qualifiers last year. They defeated West Indies. They have uh, defeated Pakistan in the warm-up game. And they even put up a spectacular show in the Asia Cup. They tied with India. So uh, what do you say about the spirit of this team? From the last time when Afghanistan played their first World Cup in 2015, one team that has that has done exceptionally well and has evolved is this Afghanistan team. Uh, they they relied only on a couple of guys at that time. Now they have a much better team. They have the batsmen who can get the runs at the top from Mohammad Shahzad, Doom Rashid, to Nabi. All these guys can get you the runs and the wickets. Uh, Afghanistan runs a lot on spirit, runs a lot on uh, their enthusiasm. That is what I love about this team. Uh, even if they don't have the weight behind them, they still perform. Uh, on their day, they will shock at least one big team. One big team is in for a shock from Afghanistan. Uh, their spinners, they are dominated by those three world-class spinners in Rashid, Nabi and Mujib. Mujib operates in the, uh, in the power plays. Then you have Rashid who also can do that. And then Nabi. So dealing with those 30 overs will be a really big tricky challenge for all the teams. One area where they are thin is the fast bowling. Uh, if they, they, if the fast bowlers even manage to hold themselves up, then uh, Afghanistan would manage. They should manage to beat teams like Sri Lanka, uh, even West Indies for that matter. And Pakistan will be in for a tough challenge. Bangladesh, all the, all the uh, you can say fewer teams or teams who we don't fancy a lot will be in from a, for a real challenge from Afghanistan. Okay, so you think they do have the potential, you know, to la- like not be the last, but you know, actually end up being seventh and eighth and surprise us. Uh, I see them uh, ending not at least they wouldn't end in the top four, but somewhere in the middle of the table. Okay, so that's the bold prediction. Uh, coming to the Tigers, 
द लास्ट टाइम बांग्लादेश वर प्लेइंग इन इंग्लैंड दे मेड इट टू द सेमीफाइनल्स ऑफ द चैंपियंस ट्रॉफी यस अ गेम गॉट वॉश्ड आउट एंड दे वर लकी बट स्टिल दे वांट टू कम ऑल द वे देयर दे वर द टीम दैट नॉकड आउट इंग्लैंड टू एंटर द क्वार्टर फाइनल्स ऑफ द प्रीवियस वर्ल्ड कप सो वी कैन सर्टेनली नॉट लुक अप टू देम एज मिनोस एनीमोर ऑफ कोर्स बांग्लादेश दे हैव दे हैव एक्सपीरियंस प्लेयर्स इन दैट टीम Uh, I think they, this is one of their best teams that they have put together. But uh, their bowling is weak. Uh, to be very honest, they do not have a bowling attack that threatens the opposition on their day. The batsmen can put up the runs. You have Sami Mikbal at the top. You have Shakib. You have Mohammadullah. You have all those guys who can score runs. Clayton Das, uh, Shomasharkar. But then, do you have the bowlers who can who can defend that total? Yes, Mushfiqur. Uh, Mushfiqur, of course, also is there. You have uh, Shakib. He has been struggling with his injuries, uh, but this this the bowling lineup doesn't inspire me. Even if Bangladesh managed to put up 320, 350 runs on that board, uh, they don't have the bowlers who can defend that target. Maybe uh, Asan hasn't has hasn't been at his best. That is uh, the spin department. It becomes very thin in that. kind of a scenario uh, i wouldn't expect a lot of things from bangladesh the the quarter finals that they made last time should still be their best best performance they should aim for uh, building up on their victories whoever they face first up start from there uh, don't look really forward one win at a time and then maybe they could be in there for a remote chance somewhere okay. Okay, so uh, how far do you think the Tigers can go from here? Like, how far they'll go in the World Cup? This is at the league stages. I think they can manage three or four wins. That should be the best case scenario for them. Uh, okay, so coming to the Kiwis now. The Black Caps have been topsy turvy over the last few years. Uh, they have won games at home, then they got defeated by India. Uh, but then they again went on to win the warm up game quite outstandingly and while they were the runners up in the previous tournament uh, how do you think this time they were in front of sides like front front of sides with batsmen like kane williamson ross taylor and guptel in the team ross taylor has batted as well as anybody else has in the last couple of years kane williamson brings in a lot of consistency in that team uh new zealand as a team would uh, depend on the conditions to favor them in the other day you mentioned they beat india but those were really difficult conditions on a green track overcast conditions virat kohli chose to bat first that isn't going to happen in the world cup scenario we are not going to get those wickets and uh, if even if virat kohli wins a toss on that pitch he wouldn't bat first so uh, i am not expecting a lot of things from this new zealand team but i would definitely love for them to surprise me and to prove me wrong kane williamson's team is one a feel good team uh, you look at them and you feel good you want them to win uh, what has changed in the last few years is now they have two quality bowlers two quality spinners in fact and uh, is shodi and santner santner's experience of playing in india even shodi's experience and what they've done all over the place that will come in handy uh if conditions help them if the fast bowlers are very good trend bolt should be among the wicket takers in respect to he will be a uh, guy to watch out for in this team uh and i would want is shodi again he is a leg spinner he has all the he played all the teams all the games he knows 
most things inside out he be- he becomes a very good com- competitor there uh, among others i would want their openers to give them very good start that is when the guys like taylor and williamson their knocks will become crucial so it all depends on how well they bat and how the fast bowlers perform uh, okay so who according to you will be the impact players for new zealand uh so we we missed out the, the bangladesh impact players and there i would say tamil ibbal at the top is my pick uh shakib yes he he has a lot of uh, other things apart from being just an all-rounder in that team he is somebody every bangladesh cricketer looks up to he has to inspire this team to do great things and mashrafe murtaza mashrafe uh, is that leader he is one guy who has uh, in all the change in bangladesh cricket wherever they are today a lot of that has to be attributed to him to his spirit to all those things uh, no matter how he performs individually but just the fact that he brings this team together he gives them that belief that they can go out there and match up the best teams in the world that adds a lot of value to the team and he these are the players i am certainly looking forward to uh, yeah Coming and uh, when we talk about when we talk about the black caps uh, i think i i mentioned my picks there it's williamson it has to be shodi and trent bolt okay so uh, the last but not the least uh, the most problematic of all teams a team whose highest run scorer and highest wicket taker since the champions trophy uh, dikwella and dhananjaya both didn't find a place in the sri lankan squad uh, we have dimuth karuna ratne a player who played his last odi in 2015 world cup before the squad was announced and he ended up being the captain of this side and adding to that even mahila jayadina has chosen to stay away from this chaos so what do you make out of them oh bye very uh, this is one thing i am not uh, really proud of having said but i just mentioned it the other day Sri Lanka's first objective should be to at least register one win. Once they have that in on their back, then they we talk about other things. So the first objective and the probably the primary uh, objective on Sri Lanka's mind should be to get one win. Uh, they don't have that team. This is they just put together one unit who will represent the team in that jersey. The jersey inside being eco-friendly and all those things was the highlight for me. squad selection was a very big letdown why akila dananja isn't in this team is still a surprise he was supposed to be that guy who could bring in that element of surprise uh, on these wickets where we are uh, like i've continuously been talking about the spinners this is one one team that doesn't have really have a quality spinner and they had one guy and they missed out on him yeah. apart from that uh, there were a lot of talks mahila jayawardene mentioned uh a few things about angelo matthews who is the most experienced guy in this team but those hamis uh, they wouldn't let uh, matthews do a lot of things isara pereira he is a fighter he's evolved his game he's come out of nowhere in the last few years and again becomes a very crucial player in this team uh and uh, again dasit malinga these three guys uh, have done it in the past for sri lanka but uh, it is such a uh, disappointing situation that they have to rely on them we are not talking about the young guys now as they still have a lot to prove they have not done it uh, 
not a lot of people would expect a lot of them lot out of them so sri lanka i think should end up with a wooden spoon uh, i definitely want them to win at least one match in this tournament to take something back okay so according to you uh, the old horses like angelo matthews malinga and parera you know they will you know their impact matters a lot for sri lanka So, 100%. They, they they completely rely on those well. If they have to do anything, so there will be impact players as well, right? Yes, yes. Those are my impact players. Okay. So we have covered all ten teams. Thank you so much, Ankit, for being a part of Hitman. Thank you, Samir. It was a pleasure. I always wanted to be here with you to discuss a few things, and yeah, I did finally get this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me, and for everybody who's listening. Thank you so much. Sure, sure. So that's it from Hitman, guys. Thank you so much for listening and hope you had good time so that's it from hitman and this is samir alana signing off